Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. That happened quickly. We got to Friday in no time. And uh, we're in such good shape. Hi, guys. Hi, LB. Hi, Hi Eric. It's almost like Hi, Eric's got a everybody. smile on today. He's got like a little, little smile. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, Eric? Oh, it's going great. Yeah. LB, tell us about yours. You look great, by the way. You look, uh, look fantastic. Oh. oh, thank you. I'm tired. Uh, oh, it's been yeah. a long week, I'm for tired. sure. I made it. I made it. There's no mascara today because my eyes can't handle it. Um, but I feel good, you know. Lots it's of a, news. It's a little bit. I think we're, a lot of traumatizing of the body republic happening right now. A lot of people being really, really upset. And so that's upsetting. Boy, when you think about how much news happens in a week, we don't really get much time to process any of it. I mean, it's sort of like one thing happens and then you jump onto the next thing and you jump onto the next thing. We never really get a minute to say what just happened. I'm trying to think of everything that happened this week, and there was so much um, that it's even hard to remember. I mean, we were just at the RNC recently, and now suddenly the whole world seems to have changed. Um, the biggest thing today came from the Atlantic uh, publication of that incredible uh, investigative story that they did about Trump's attitude to the military, um, which really caught everyone's attention for good reason, because, you know, we all sort of suspect he's as boorish as you can imagine, but we all, and we all sort of expect he's not going to honor anybody, but the the disrespect, I think, caught me by surprise. The level of disrespect that he has for um, military servicemen now and to have passed away, it's just shocking. It's just beyond belief. And, and particularly when he was talking about the wounded veterans, which, you know, it's just, it's just so hurtful. And I'm sure to every wounded veteran who might be listening or, you know, or not, it's just a, that couldn't have felt very good at all. It must have been a stab in the heart. Nothing's changed, though. Nothing's changed. He started his campaign. He denigrated, um, you know, veteran or uh, prisoners of war, and he made fun of uh, handicapped people. I mean, mm -hmm. he's been a brutal, uh, he's been a, a brutal mobster from the beginning. So yeah. it's just getting around of to some people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Will this have an impact? Will this have an impact, though? Do you think it'll have it'll change perceptions among the base, which is really what these kinds of stories you hope will do at the end of the day? Um, I I don't think anything will is going to change. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's I, I really don't. I think he could, you know, commit heinous acts in the Rose Garden and um, I'm sorry, that's just me opening the messaging. We're opening on the, yeah. we're open on the Periscope. If you guys want to say oh, hi okay. and chat and, and give us comments, sorry about that. Go ahead. That's okay. I, but I, you know, and I don't think any. I think people can watch it with their own eyes, and and they're gonna, you know, it's it's too, they're too embedded with him at this point, um, and you know, we'll have to deal with all that later. Uh, but Eric's right. This is this is who he is. This is who, who he's always been. I think for people who don't, there is so much of the country that's really not paying attention to politics the way we pay attention to politics, even a smidgen. They really don't. It feels like Trump is everywhere, and but I don't know. 
I think that, you know, people know this is serious. I think they know that this election and is And this, I think, this might have punched through, I guess, is what I'm saying, into that, like, he said, what? He's doing what? Um, you know, for people who don't normally pay attention. So maybe there. But, you know, the other thing is, and Eric can speak to this as well, his, he's fulfilling the propaganda that the Kremlin has, has been really... Uh, sort of very thirsty for a long time to push about our troops, right? Mm -hmm. From whether it is he's holding up war criminals and calling them, these are the kind <laughs> of soldiers I like, to, um, to, to calling them weak and losers. And this makes one person really, really, really happy. And I don't think that's lost on Donald, as much as there's personal stuff in there, it seems like this is really who he is. Um, he's making somebody really happy. He really is. He's making someone over in the Kremlin really, really happy with all this. It seems the center point of all of this is going to be uh, pivoting around the words losers and suckers, which is his names that he's, he's used those names and called those names out before, never in this realm. But, you know, how many, uh, I think Biden at the start of his press conference. Hold on. So he, he, he. He called the he called the intelligence community Nazis when he came in. So yeah, he's he been did. he's been here. He, he's he compared the people of the who of the of the intelligence community who who are public servants of the most serious sort. He compared them to the people who committed the Holocaust four years ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, he's been here the whole time. He hasn't he hasn't moved no, but I think still the the veterans themselves and the soldiers themselves, even though they might have politically moved. The idea that they are going to be saying out loud that, you know, they've confronted this idea that they are losers and suckers. That's a little bit more of a broader term than a broader use of that term than intelligence community. But, you know, he hasn't moved. The truth of it is he hasn't moved. We've seen all of this before. And I don't think anyone's right, going to be shocked or surprised. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was mean it's not hurtful and traumatizing, yeah. though. I mean, I think one of the things that I'm not a veteran. Um, my grandfather was. Right? And. Um, so, uh, but I, watching folks that have served, uh, people who have lost loved ones, um, you know, gold star families watching all of that, those beautiful Americans just get traumatized from this guy. And it's like, he just comes in and let me just kick this wound America. Let me just hurt you. Mm -hmm. And he, he likes that. He's sadistic. He likes it. He doesn't, he likes it. And, and then he's like, oh, wait, this might be bad for me. Wait a minute. He has to like adjust to that and spin around. But I don't know. Let's see. I hope, I hope that it doesn't get let go and just let's move on to the next outrage. But, you know. Kellyanne Conway this week said, you know, spoke, you know, they say it's the quiet, out, quiet part out loud, but in reality, she was trying to actually frame it in, in a better way. But she was saying that the, the chaos is what he thrives for. You know, the chaos is, is good for him. It helps him appear like the strong law and order leader that he's running as. And um, we've sort of suspected that all along, expected that. First time we've heard it from a, from a White House official. But, um, you know, at some point, he's causing so much trauma to everybody. It's causing so much trauma to, to every single American that it becomes un, un, untenable. And yet there is a core group of 30% of the population which are hell-bent on supporting him. And I, I can't believe they don't know what's going on. I find it hard to believe they don't see the outrage from outside. 
which means they must really believe in what he's saying, which is sort of the idea that you know you can start an apartheid America and uh, and sort of two tier governments and two tier systems. I can't think of any other other real, real reason why they would still be following him. I mean, it can't be that they buy all these lies. They just can't be. Well, they're not paying attention to it that closely. I mean, you know, a court, there's only 10% of Americans can name who the Speaker of the House is. So if you're looking for people that have an, a, an opinion about Nancy Pelosi's, you know, work, uh, whether it's good or bad, you're talking one out of 10 Americans can even start that conversation. Um, you know, I was thinking any of those polls, 25% of the American population is the same, roughly the same amount that believe in angels can identify the United States on a map, etc. And, you know, I think Generally, okay. when you look at those, you know, well, you know, it's also, you know, we don't have that great a public education. Uh, it's, it's okay. Uh, we certainly have a, 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 you know, class in society that wants to tear that apart for every, you know, for everybody that's not them. Um, I'm not excusing ignorance. It's not a great thing. But, you know, they, they're also not plugged into the day to day. They, they know kind of who's president, kind of maybe who's senator. Uh, in their state. Maybe they don't. Maybe they know the governor. Maybe they don't. You know, if you're looking for that 25 to 40 percent of folks, and if the last thing they remember or if what they're seeing on social media, which is still targeted to them, bolsters their what they remember, you know, these kinds of things are not going to pierce through. However, let's not forget that those people are not the most influential. Like if you get all the attorneys and, you know, Supreme Court justices and business leaders who are like, whoa, this isn't going to work. That's a smaller section of society, but it will actually have. And when they get off the bus, when they mm -hmm. they can't do this anymore. Uh, you know, I think they're gonna. They may uh, stop short of full-on fascism mm -hmm. if they want. Peachy Keen fifty four is asking, did any GOP speak on this today? And I, I don't think they did. I. I we were talking about this before. I mean, I didn't see anybody. Um. Did you? Did you, Eric? Did you see any? You know, I'm not holding. No, we're trying like to. They're trying to change. Business, they're trying to change the subject. They are. Okay. But still, I mean, you've got this is not even be disputed by the leadership of the uh, of the military that you know they've basically confirmed all the details in the story. So it's not. Oh, one of those it's things. confirmed on Fox News. Yeah, you Fox can't News run away from it. They they got to try. Yeah. What are they changing uh, the story to? Are they trying to change it to uh, to Snowden or something? I thought I saw Getz out there trying to push that today. I, you know, I don't, I don't well, that our first attention. lady was saying, and, and it's not that she's changing the story. It's what's what's their spin on it, right? Mm. So that's what that's what you always have to look for. Is like how are they spinning this? What are they merging it with? Um, and her spin that she put out just half an hour or more ago was. We can't trust anonymous sources. This is a dictate. This is how dictators are, or whatever. She said some horseshit mm. about um, you know conflating that that if it's anonymous and it's it's not really the press and no one should do this, and as if the, the Einstein visa knows what she's talking about um, when it comes to the process of journalism. But certainly she knows what she's doing. She's not even writing that tweet. I mean, but she knows they know what they're doing. They know how they're using one another and um what they're uh, for saying so you know i think it'll maybe all be that maybe it's just the gaslighting that's actually working for him maybe he doesn't mind the fact that we're all going to be out there going isn't he crazy isn't he insane isn't he can't can't believe that a president did all this i mean maybe that's just what he's counting on is he's counting on us being so outraged that it just creates even more division and more um more withdrawal into our own pockets of society which is what we've been doing now for for four years 
Well, that's a that's a, that's a good way to start the show. It's, it's nice right, and fluffy. It's a little, but yeah. um, it's a little down. But yeah. um, I don't know, Eric. What do you think? Just going to be another I mean, one I, of the things on the pile. Um. Well, you know, the pile should have been shocking five years ago. But you know, what we have now is, uh, you know, people like Steve Bannon who've been indicted for crimes that'll put him away until he's dead. You've got Manafort's never going to get out of jail. Uh, Mike, you know, we've forgotten. We started this week, Monday, the uh, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals um, rejected the three panels, the three panel uh, circuit decision there. Uh, they're like, nope, we're going to give this case back to Judge Sullivan and he can look at Rule 48A, right. uh, which says that they no, Bill Barr cannot just get uh, Mike Flynn off, uh, you know, he's going to look into, well, what, what went into this decision and maybe we should have uh, perjury charges. And a lot of what's gone on has, you know, a lot of the protection Trump has gotten, um, you know, has been for the fact that, uh, uh, you know, people are not flipping or as Roger Stone said, it would have made my life a lot easier to flip. And I didn't, but he said it out loud. Mm. So he's signaling to every other traitor out there and you know if Flynn could if, if they can get Flynn out of this and maybe they can destroy the post office maybe they can have uh, they can either get reelected illegitimately or destroy American democracy for Vladimir Putin you know that that's those are their orders at this point um, and then maybe you don't have to go to prison just yet um, but that was set back on Monday um, like nope sorry yeah. that was a crappy argument so it goes back to Judge Sullivan so we'll see what Judge Sullivan does it does with it I mean, it, they really are burning it down. They really are. They're like, okay, we'll burn it. Yeah. We'll burn it down. We'll burn it down. Um, they are exactly <laughs> like, I know we've talked about Eric's, you know, game theory thread, but that w there was, I think Eric, there was something you were, I was seeing some of that again today. And I'm like, oh, there, there it all is. Here, here, here it all is. You know, it's the story hasn't changed of who these people are what they're up to and what they're going to do. It's very consistent. There, there hasn't I'm, been any deviation around any of this. The only thing that's never. been inconsistent is the way, like with Trump and all everything he's always said about the military and how he's always categorizing, is the only thing has been how the public discourse has convulsed around this very clear, steady, this is what it is, this is who they are, this is what they're going to do. Oh, look, they're doing every single thing they were going to do, right? This is this is how we warned you. This is what, <laughs> it's like, it's all consistent. There's nothing. And we're staring at this nightmare, nope. and yet we're, nope. everyone's willing to go and experience this nightmare. It seems like Americans, or 30% of Americans are willing to say, well, it's okay. We'll still go on with this nightmare. I don't understand. Uh, it's not. It's not thirty percent. People normalizing this are way above thirty percent. You've got the thirty percent that don't really know whether or not Trump said he hates veterans, or, or you know, or, or not. That actually is a pretty uh, important statement that he's finally made, and I think it is going to cut a lot of people uh, to the quick, and they are going to change. But the, the twenty-five. If we're talking about the twenty-five percent that doesn't really pay attention to the news, that's going to be tough but there's way more you know that are participating in the cognitive bias and the normalcy bias like i'm, I'm watching these blue check journalists go he won't he won't criticize russia and I, i'm really at the end of my my rope with with patience there it's like you think yeah it's not Do, i don't know <laughs> oh, we should put out a government report oh wait did you read the last three 
Yeah. I mean, it's and, and it's and as as much yeah. their fault for not for constantly setting the narrative back to zero. Well, we just don't know. No, yeah. you do. You do Either know. you don't want to say the truth, yeah. or your boss has told you not to, and you're you're harming this country. So quit your jobs. Yeah, there is definitely a. I like the way you said it. Was it cognizant? What did you call it? I like the expression. Uh, it's it's cognitive bias. It's, cognitive uh, bias. Did you see Joe today? Like he was amazing. He gave an amazing press conference. He did do a great press conference. I mean, he just he's he's doing it. He battled down all of the horseshit around him and you know, basement or whatever with him and he's all blah blah blah, I think. And he was like, You guys are he's looked at the press, he's like, You're smart. When is it gonna take you to just go, he's a fraud? Right? And he went like that with his head, fraud and and just challenge them on that. Yeah. He's a fraud, and it's not an opinion. This is not an opinion. Did you hear his answer about it's... QAnon? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. believe in mental health. Yeah, care I'll play as for you. Well. I'll play and... for you. Trump for not rejecting that conspiracy and the people who believe in it. I've been a big supporter of mental health. I'd recommend the people who believe it maybe should take advantage while it still exists in the Affordable Care Act. It's bizarre. Totally bizarre. And now, have you guys found that plane load of people in uniforms and weapons and flying around? I mean, you know, have you found them yet? Is anybody even from, and by the way, I respect conservative and liberal points of view in the press. Anybody found that plane? What in God's name are we doing? Look at how it makes us look around the world. It's mortifying. It's embarrassing. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. If the president doesn't know better, which I, he has to know better, then my Lord, we're in much more trouble than ever. Have you found the guys on the plane, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> on that plane yet? Because. I would, I would what are you that. doing? What are you doing? Why yeah. are you doing this? Right. Yeah. So he did it. And, you know, it, it's just an, in sync, right? Uh, John Lunzo just tweeted, breaking Donald Trump is the piece of shit two thirds of Americans have said he is every day for four years. Like, mm-hmm. it, this is not new. I am a little worried about the post office thing. You know, Eric brought it up earlier, but I'm a little concerned that as I can see, the post office employees are saying that they've got a backlog already of, of ballots because the sorting machines have all been taken out of the uh and that they're late on delivering ballots that's early this is early we're right there at the beginning and and they're already uh are raising the alarm about that i think we've got to be you know uh, be prepared for something's not arriving on time you know missing ballots by the thousands maybe uh disappearing and i don't want to like be alarmist about this because i think it's so important to to maintain a level of confidence and calm during this period but I don't know if people are really watching that, you know, people may not be as people are watching it. The question is whether we're going to press charges against the people that have committed felonies. One of the things Joe Biden said today is that Donald Trump came out and and asked Americans to commit felonies. So we come back to Donald Trump, um, Bill Barr and the people who are elected officials, either, um, you know, we're either going to start arresting people for breaking the law in America or there's not going to be a democracy and there's not going to be law anymore. We Let's either see. enforce the law and we stop that. Either Louis DeJoy is out on his ass in about five days-ish mm. uh, and they put the machinery back in and we have a real election 
or we don't. And if nobody cares, then I guess this country doesn't deserve a democracy. Mm-hmm. If the people have been told enough that this is this is a threat, this is what's happening, they're going to they're going to tear this thing apart. And I'm glad we brought up the veterans because this is what those people died for. And if you actually care about what they gave their lives for, then mm-hmm. maybe you'll call you'll give Joan Kamala Kamala five bucks. You'll call your elected officials and tell them, no, we're not voting for you, even though I am your political, I'm in your political party or whatever. We either believe in this country enough to deserve a democracy or we don't. And uh, I guess uh, we'll see what people do. But we need to act now. I mean, it's not like we can wait until election day and they can dispute elections. I think your point is that it has to happen now. Yeah. But who, who's well, going to do that? I, 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 I'm asking for myself right now. I'm not going to pretend. Are we talking about states? going and and forcing this or um, I think this is where people get into the despair so I want to like if there actually is a a way to force this guy um, are you saying hold him in inherent contempt in Congress and rip his budget what are the what can we do to to compel because there isn't any accountability right now and nobody's willing to step up and make sure there is some we can't even get Kelly on the record talking about how this guy disparaged his son so mm-hmm. horrifically he's like i don't want the bad tweets that was whoever the sources gave that as their excuse of why they won't go on the record yeah we can't get so, we can't talk about senate uh, intelligence committee report volume five more than three seconds people have done, don't care i mean it's amazing to be this remarkable report i've seen issued about anyone but certainly about this president and no one will pay attention to it i mean every day there's a new revelation from volume five that seems huge there was one wasn't this yesterday that we were uh where was it, it was a big story we we're going to talk about uh it wasn't just about uh rosenstein there was another part of that that was really interesting just rosenstein basically turns out like many of us suspected basically buried the entire Mueller report by telling Mueller um that he could only focus on the on the criminal stuff when in fact the FBI was expecting Mueller to to cover the rest of it, and that's sort of my takeaway from that from that story in the New York Times. Uh, I mean, it's it just, stuff just washes over people that there was no ever real investigation into Trump Russia. It was only part of the investigation that we saw from Mueller, um, and that the rest of the stuff, the counterintelligence report, sort of didn't exist. Just went into midair, you know, disappeared, or whatever. Whatever that stuff. We can't. Goes we can't. Away. You can't. Con- don't conflate the. Um... Uh, the investigation of the FBI as a whole and the focus of, you know, assembling evidence that can go into a prosecution. They're different. There's ton- the, the evidence that the FBI has gathered over many years, which, you know, including on the 2016 election, is proof positive that Donald Trump and the people in his campaign conspired, not colluded, conspired with Russian intelligence. It's it's done. It's done. We either, either prosecute or it's we done. don't. Um, you know, it's not, uh, he says it's a hoax. Stop reporting that somebody said it's a hoax. It's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. The, the, the yeah, Russians admitted it years it. ago. It, this is, it. this is what it is. So yeah. whether, whether Rosenstein or later on, you know, Barr or whoever, uh, whether they allowed, you know, prosecution to go forward, there should be contemporaneous memos of those decisions that 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 will outlast whoever's in right now. So if Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris win, um, then there could be a torrent of prosecutions that uh, that that follow that because that's the thing about federal stuff. The, uh, the the records that people make, and you know, we have a joke. You know, you ever see that book? Everybody poops. Mm-hmm. Um, in DC, it's called Everybody Memos. Everybody memos. <laughs> 
you send yourself emails, you get CYAs and this and that. Everybody memos in DC. Yeah. So just, you know, let's say Rosenstein or who, whichever boogeyman that we haven't heard of um, tried to scuttle something. Well, the person that went, hey, here, go file this uh, this indictment. The per- you know, if that person said, oh, okay, sure, thank you. You know, uh, the, the person who files the indictment was, I, I, so I handed that over for indictment today. And five days later or three days later when they call, how's that going? And there's nothing. Today I called, just get this guy. Right. And he didn't say no. And, you know, we'll establish a pattern of, hey, I called 10 times. Weird, my, pro- you know, my, my, you know, my indictment's not going through, mm-hmm. even though it's a great case. That doesn't go away it's not like they just throw this throw that all in the trash that that's you know because look we got let's not forget stuff we've covered on this own pro this this very program you know they're taking Gillen maxwell on not for some stuff that she did with her submarine two that's years ago right. or whatever but from stuff from 1994 to 97 if you look mm. at a lot of the mob prosecutions it's you know, or the Gambinos, Bananos, Lucchese, whoever they're they're dealing they're dealing with hits that happened in '97 or '98 in, mm. in Staten Island. It's you know that stuff yeah. hasn't gone anywhere. So you know nobody's out of the woods yet just because this group of uh, you know and probably very few uh, in the tot- you know the, the totality of the U.S. government, which is you know a very large group of hardworking people who are almost uniformly patriotic and willing to serve their country for less money they could make in other jobs. Um, just because if you, you have a few people jammed into, you know, political appointee positions, doesn't mean the, the institutions themselves are, are broken or, you know, we can't prosecute based on what we know. I mean, you could yeah, probably it does do take political will, though. A lot of these take political <clears throat> will. It's not, that's always going to be the case. You're always going to need an AG that's at least you know, committed to doing a law and justice, real law and order and justice, because otherwise, you know, you know we see what happens. We see, you know, Barr is killed, but well, attempted to kill about four or five big investigations. No, maybe more. Yeah, we can't have traitors. Yeah. We can't, can't have traitors in the executive oh, branch anymore. Good it is a good Let me drop transition. A little bit, but I want to talk about the the traitor list. Um, yes. The uh, I, Ann Applebaum, who, if none of the, our listeners are aware of Ann, I just please go and look at her work. She's extraordinary. And um, and she did an interview, and I think also in The Atlantic, I think The Atlantic did this too, the first interview with Peter Strzok. Oh, yes. And, and comes he, so everyone go and read that because he was head of FBI counterintelligence. Uh, he, I mean, he knows that world. And he does a real clear distinction of here's what Mueller's, how he was confined. Don't conflate this. This is where the counterintelligence investigation, I don't, he doesn't have any, you know, when you're out, you're out. You can't speak, even if you're an investigator, but certainly if you're in intelligence, you're out, you're out. You can't mm. talk about what, even the next day shit might have changed, right? So you don't know mm-hmm. um, uh, what, you know, you can't sit there and speak with authority if you're not in. So um, so he's clear about, he draws those boundaries, but he, he explained it in a way that for me, really clicked and made sense. So I encourage everybody to go read that, read that interview. It's, it's a great interview too. It's really good. And, Anne and is to support Anne. And to talk about, know, to about support Anne, Anne, which is great. And support the, uh, the struck book, which I think is going to be really interesting, but also to talk about uh, Greg O'Lear's, O'Lear, I did it again. That's a dollar. But <laughs> uh, Greg O'Lear's incredible uh, prevail piece today, uh, Trees and Power Rankings, 101 Collaborators. I've got it up on the screen there, but uh, LB is going to talk a little bit more about it. People were asking, where Greg is. Greg's enjoying normal life, I guess, by having normal a Labor life. Day weekend. The rest of us are yeah. just 
suckers <laughs> and here we are but uh we're, we're happy to be here, but we're particularly happy because there's a, a new list. So tell us a little bit about the list, and then Greg will run us through his top 10, LB. Oh, I, he just put this together and kind of dropped it on everybody. I had a little hint of it ahead of time. I'm like, you're doing what? He goes, yeah, it's going to be fun. And it's the greatest thing. I can't stop playing with this thing. It's like a toy to me. I, I his, you know, I love wordsmiths, and Greg really is one. And every once in a while, oh, there's so many there's so many zingers in here, but the context of it is you've got to be American. He knows there's several people that he just didn't get in here because the list is so big. Um, but he, he, and he's he got some honorable mentions that are great. Yeah, they're good uh, ones. He did, he did the list. I, there's some that aren't the top 10. Yeah, you want to do the ones that aren't top 10? Like well, he's going to read through. The, he's going to read the top 10 to us. So he's here oh, via oh, tape. Oh, but- Oh, and uh, okay. he wanted to mention, he said, wanted to say hello. He wanted to say he's away. And then here okay. he is running right, us through the top 10. Take a listen. Here are my top 10 um, most sinister, worst traders uh, right now involved in Trump Russia. And also in, um, you know, Trump's reign, which includes COVID and people dying of that. So I have number 10, Mike Flynn, uh, the traitorous, treasonous um you know, disgraced general. I have number nine, Eric Prince, real life Bond villain. Um, I, I don't think we've really scratched the surface of what he's been up to, but I think that when it comes out, it's going to come out. It's going to come out hard, and people are going to be very surprised at how um, you know his prints are all over everything. Number eight is Steve Bannon. Bannon, of course, was indicted. Was it last week? The week before? I've lost all track of time. But he's under indictment, and um, he is going to flip like Nadia Comaneci. I'm, I mean, I think everybody's really sweating bullets, um, including him through his three shirts. Number seven and six, uh, you got Roger Stone at seven and Paul Manafort at six. The former business partners, um, now convicted felons. Good for them. Great job, guys. I hope you enjoy life in prison. By the way, don't don't worry about Roger Stone, this commuted sentence stuff, because that thing is going to get challenged, and he will wind up in jail. That thing is so corrupt and bad, and um, that's going to get tossed. So, you know, Roger Stone can dance now, but he won't be dancing in 2021. Number five is Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Facebook is Russian malware. I don't even know that this guy, I think he's he's a fraud, and... You know, I think, again, we don't really understand yet just how much influence there was there. But all this business with with what he's allowing to be seen and what he's not allowing to be seen on Facebook, it's pretty obvious that, you know, he has an agenda and the agenda is Trump's agenda. Those agendas are aligned. They are in alignment, which is bad. So, um, you know, Zuckerberg, number five, number four is Rupert Murdoch. Uh, Fox News is just, it's a blight on our nation. It's just straight up propaganda. They've got a couple of decent newscasters and just the the talking heads there are a who's who of just evil fuckers. Um, And they're all over my list, 101 collaborators. There, you know, there's a bunch of them on there. You know, bad people, Hannity, Laura Ingram, um, Tucker, you know, these are just, they're not good people. What does Trump say? Nasty people. They're not, though. They really are actually bad people. Um, number three, Bill Barr. I think since he took over as attorney general, 
the, the move towards authoritarianism has gotten worse. I think Bill Barr is knows a lot about money laundering. I think he's mobbed up. I think he's hiding stuff. I think he's hiding organized crime activity. I don't know if he works for the, for some mobsters or for a foreign government, but I know he does not work for the United States government. He does not work for the United States people. He's not on our side. I think that's pretty fucking obvious. Um, number two, cocaine Mitch McConnell. No American has done more to erode the republic and, and just to just try to smash the foundations of what we built in this country um, in my lifetime. I think you've got to go back to Robert E. Lee for a larger, just traitor against what America is all about than Mitch McConnell. I mean, the damage that this man has caused is, is it's going to take decades to recover from. And, um, you know, he's propping up Trump. I don't know why he's doing it, but he's doing it. He's done it the whole time. He will not allow the vote on the election interference because he knows that, or he hopes that Russia will help them. And that's why he's doing it. So, you know, Mitch, go fuck yourself. And number one, Jared Kushner, acting president, Jared Kushner. Um, I think he's calling the shots. I think the list of his crimes is so long that if it were a resume, it would stretch onto multiple pages. And he tried to, he basically greenlit a blue state genocide and scuttled the plan that his own people came up with because he thought that people dying in mass numbers in New York, where I live, in New Jersey, where I grew up and where I'm from and where he's from, um, and California and places like that, he thought, hey, if enough blue state people um, get sick and die, we can blame the governors. It'll be good for Trump's reelection chances. You know what would have been good for his reelection chances? How about doing something about COVID, you fucking moron? Um, Jared Kushner is evil, he's stupid. And he is number one on our list of traders. It's Labor Day. It's a long weekend. And I hope that, uh, that everybody enjoys it. Um, I'm going in on a little bit of a buzz. I am not going to lie. As horrible as the comments that Trump made about the military are, I don't know that he can come back from that. I, I know I've been saying something like that for quite some time, but I just don't see how he can come back from it. Um, you know, it's now been confirmed by uh, the AP. It's been confirmed by the New York Times and the Washington Post and Fox News. He fucking said it. He said that um, people who died in our wars are war dead, are losers and suckers. And he doesn't understand why anybody would want to sacrifice for the country when there's not any, you know, transactional good to come out of it on the other side, which means that he's just, you know, he's a mobster. That's what he is. And his time going to come. I got sound effects. I got sound effects. That's new. Oh, it's so good. And yeah. I encourage everyone to read it too, because he wasn't reading from uh, uh, his wordsmithness, but we got a little taste of it. It's just, it's just really great. Like, uh, it, it does, it does help. We need these releases. Oh God, we, we need it so badly. I think people are really depressed and uh, people are really fearful, and it's time to like, oh, we got to shake it off because. You know, at the end of all this is greatness. At the end of all of this is the possibility that we have a Senate and we have a Congress and we have a um, an executive branch which is all swimming in the same direction and could actually do something great, could actually fix many of the challenges and ills that we face in so long. I mean, it's not like, you know, this doesn't mean anything. This means a lot. The elections have consequences and a Biden victory in this election means a lot. The Democrats winning the Senate majority means a lot. Maintaining their House majority means a lot. That's going to ultimately, at the end of the day, determine the future of this country and determine it in a big way. The polls are still indicating that they are on track to do that, although it's looking close. 
it's no way just to, to deny that it's looking close. But, you know, once you look beyond all this election fucketeering that they're doing, whether it's this law and order crap that they're pulling together or, or the coronavirus stuff, which we can all see right through. I mean, we, could, we can tell when they're manufacturing things like telling us that the coronavirus vaccine is going to be ready on November 1. It's not going to be ready on November 1. No one thinks it's going to be ready. In the same way, we can see right through their law and order stuff that they keep pushing up against us. And then, you know, we just have to make sure that they don't screw up with the post office. So through all those hurdles, we need a majority to do that. I think it's possible. I still think it's very, very likely, in fact. I do. And I think people, you know, find something to do. It does help. Find something to, to do to contribute. We've been pushing out uh, sort of donations. You'll see us do pushes like Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, to put money right directly into Joe and Kamala's coffer coffers. Nothing against anybody's packs or any, you know, those are great, but we just, we just like something going right in there that we know. And there's a, a you know, different limits on it. And so it's good. I'm going to put it on my, I'm going to put it on my page. Uh, I, I haven't, I was meant to do that the other day, but I, I got distracted. So I'll put it on there tonight. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. Music